Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast, where we talk to football coaches all over the country. We recap college football, NFL, college basketball, a little bit of NBA here and there. And we, uh, you know, recap all of that, especially Illini sports and Chicago Bears sports that I am a fan of. Unfortunately, I know if any of that interests you or you like any of the other episodes, please hit the subscribe button and the like button on the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. If you're listening to audio form, the podcast can be found anywhere you can listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, literally anywhere. Please follow it, uh, give it a review, rate it, 
be a friend, tell a friend, all that good stuff. It really helps the podcast, helps out the algorithm that I can't understand. Uh, but I appreciate anybody that listens. So if you please do that all for me. I would be greatly appreciated. The podcast is also brought to you by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. If you head up to bellyupsports.com, check out all the blogs, podcasts there. There's a content there for anybody out there, literally anybody. Betting season is in full swing. If you head over to mybookie.ag, that's the place you want to make your same game parlays, in game bets, money lines, all that good stuff. You know, college football still going on. We're slowly wrapping it up. We've got some big games coming up. NFL is still going through, going strong. College basketball is just getting warmed up. NBA is getting warmed up. If you go to mybookie.ag and use the code BellyUpFantasy, all one word, it's going to double your first deposit. Yes, that means free money. And everybody loves free money. So belly up fantasy, all one word. It's going to double your first deposit. Podcast is also brought to you by Coach Stone Football. And it's back to the basics, books, and drills. If you go to CoachStoneFootball.com and check out all of his books on football drills, defense, offense, game planning, uh, practice planning, and much, much more, you're never going to need to look up another drill again. He's got so many books. An example one right here is Coach Stone has back to the basics, football drill manual, volume one on offense. He's got different volumes. Uh, if you're watching the video version, you can see his first book's over 500 pages. The rest, you know, they go up into uh, the, the 300s, I believe, you know, or 100, so 142. And like this one for offense, it like, for example, sled work, you know, for you offensive linemen, you're getting on the sled work. It just gives you different drills. It tells you how to maybe organize formations. Um, and there's different spots in the book for coaches' notes if you're going through. Like, so there's just stuff there for everybody. Uh, youth football for high school, just all different types of drills that you can think of split up individually. So go to CoachStoneFootball.com and check out all of the books uh, like this one for offense. Uh, we thank Coach Stone for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, go check it out, CoachStoneFootball.com. And if you're looking for an energy drink to help with that midday pick-me-up, but you don't want the crash happens after about an hour or so, well, I've got the best place for you. Go to SwiftLifestyles.com to get just that. It's a clean nutritional drink for any part of your day. They're also going to sponsor a gamer. So if you're on Twitch or you think about getting on Twitch, think you're really good at games, they want to talk to you. If you go to SwiftLifestyles.com, Use the code Coach Steve Show all, all, all one word. You're going to get 50% off your order, and it comes in a tub. It doesn't come in like an energy drink can. It comes in a tub. You get 30 servings. There's a shaker you can buy on there for a good price. Go check it out. I recommend the bubblegum flavor. It's delicious. Uh, SwiftLifestyles.com. Coach Steve Show all one word. It's going to get 15% off your order. Thank you so much for checking that out. Diving into today's episode, the game happened this weekend. And what I mean by the game is Michigan versus Ohio State, and they've been playing for hundreds and hundreds of years. Seems like hundreds and hundreds of years, the way they talk about it. But Michigan played Ohio State at Michigan in Ann Arbor, sold out crowd, over 100,000 people. Snowing, looked beautiful. Jim Harbaugh's 0-5 against Ohio State coming in. Michigan hasn't beat Ohio State since 2011. Michigan's playoff hopes are on the line. Ohio State's playoff hopes are on the line. Ohio State's number two in the college football playoff at the time. Michigan's number five. And they're also battling for a berth at the Big Ten championship game. Michigan has not won the Big Ten title since Jim Harbaugh got there. They haven't even played in the Big Ten championship game. They have not ended in the college football playoff. They've been up there. They've been ranked number three. They've been ranked pretty high. But they have not been there. So a lot right on the line. Jim Harbaugh redid his contract coming into the year to take less money, more incentives. But you always hear them talk about no matter what they do during this game, no matter what they do during the season, this is the game they talk about. 
you could go 11-1. and one. And that one, if you lose to Michigan or Ohio State, it's almost a failure, which is crazy to me. That's getting a little insane because as an Illinois fan, if we went 11-1, and one, man, we would build a statue. If, if, Coach, if Coach Bielow goes 11-1 here in a couple years, there will be a statue of him, just a statue. So it's crazy how this rivalry game is huge, how big it is for these schools. They hate each other. They call the team up north. They don't even call it Ohio, so they say Ohio. Not to confuse with Ohio University. Shout out to Coach Rudolph, offensive line coach at Ohio University. Go Bobcats. But they call it the team up north. They call it Ohio. So coming into this game, Jim Harbaugh's got a lot. He's 0-5. They are 10-1 and coming in to this game. 10-1. and To me, that's a successful, successful, successful year. But already, because of the, the one game that they lost... The one game they lost was to Michigan State, and they ruined that. That might ruin their playoff chances. But it's already been talked about. If Jim Harbaugh loses this game to Ohio State, could he be fired after all the debacle of last year? Coming into the end of the year, oh, he should be fired. But they redid. You know, his contract was up. He was going to be let go. Jim Harbaugh has gone through the ringer with this job. Now, money, he's got money. He's got money from coaching at Stanford. He's got the NFL money from coaching at the 49ers. He's got Michigan money. They've paid him a lot of money to coach here. So money to him is not an issue, but he played at Michigan. He loves Michigan. Wants to beat Ohio State really bad. So coming in, Ohio State's on a roll. They lost Oregon early in the year, and ever since then they've gone on a roll. They've had a couple close games. C.J. Stroud has been playing into a Heisman form. They've been passing the ball all over the place. So Michigan's coming in with everything on the line, everything for them to lose. Ohio State's beating the beating the brakes off of them since 2011. Jim Harbaugh's 0-5. Talking about firing Jim Harbaugh after this game. Oh, he's not the coach. You got Feibaum or whatever you say his name saying Jim Harbaugh will never, ever, ever, ever beat Michigan. Nobody giving them a shot. Nobody. Jim Harbaugh's not the guy. I've got news for you. I said it in the podcast preview a couple episodes ago. Jim Harbaugh is a good coach. He doesn't, it's just like he doesn't know how to not coach football. Coaching changes coming into this year. Could they come in and and get this get this done? Well, by God, they did. Snowy field looked beautiful. That is Big Ten football at its finest. Just this great scene of the sea of blue and yellow. Now, I came in rooting for Michigan. I hate Michigan basketball. We'll never root for Michigan basketball, no matter the circumstances. They can never win a game the rest of their life, and I wouldn't give give a rat's ass about it. Michigan came in and said, we are going to be physical with Ohio State. We are tired. We are sick and tired of hearing about how we cannot beat them. The players are sick and tired of not getting this done for Jim Harbaugh. They're tired of people talking about their coach this way. They are done with it. Just absolutely done with it. They got rid of their defensive coordinator, Don Brown, which people didn't like and I didn't like. They hire Young in their 30s defensive coordinator. Jim Harbaugh took a step back and said, you guys do your thing. I'm going to be the CEO. I'm going to focus on recruiting. I'm going to focus on the boosters. I'm going to do this. Focus on the practice planning. I'll be with you in the game planning. You guys do your thing. I'm just going to be the guy in the khaki pants with my football cleats on. Michigan comes into this game. And I said, how do you beat Ohio State? 
you have to come be very physical and punch them in the mouth. And most of the time, Ohio State can handle and punch you right back, unless you're Alabama. They can't do that. But if you come punch them in the face, and I said this, I said, you're going to have to come run the football. McNamara's come in and passed like crazy. But I said, if Michigan can come in and run the ball, and they're going to get three to four yards a pop, three or four yards, one, you're probably winning because you're going to keep moving the ball. But with how good McNamara has been passing it, I said, if you're able to do that, it will open up the pass game and play actions. I, to- I said that coming in. This is how you're going to beat Ohio State. Defensively, you've got to make C.J. Stroud uncomfortable. You've got to be physical. You've got to get the D-line pushing them, moving them around, everything else like that. It kind of sounds like sometimes I know what I'm talking about because Michigan did just that. First of all, Shane Haskins had an amazing game. This is probably why the one. He had 28 carries for 169 yards and five touchdowns. Ohio State couldn't tackle him if he just stood there and waited. They had another running back, Blake Corum, six carries, 87 yards. Like, So right there, you got two guys. I mean, he only had six carries, but 169 yards and 87 yards, which opens up the pass game. McNamara didn't have a passing touchdown, but you didn't have to. 13 of 19 for 159 yards. Now, some are like, oh, that doesn't sound good. 13 of 19 is pretty damn good. You don't need to when you're running the ball. Michigan came out, and they did their I, – their, I want – I need to get some film on their offense because they came out and ran old-school stuff from shotgun. They'll run the quarter, their king or their queen formation, which is where you have a quarterback, H-back or fullback, whoever you want, to the side of him, and then a running back behind in a pistol look. But sometimes that guy, most of the time that guy's standing up in a two-point stance with his hands on his knees. They'll have this guy down in a stance. Now, you see that sometimes in high school. We don't see it a lot in college. But by God, Michigan ran it. They came out in those sets. They came out in tray sets where, to me, it's you got three receivers on one side. I tied in on the other with his hand down in the dirt. To me, that's a tray formation. Some call that. Trips closed because it's closed on the other side with trips on one side. I call it tray. You can call it whatever you want. They did a lot, they did a lot of tight end formations. They did a lot of that. Some unbalanced because they said, listen, we're going to run right at you guys. We're going to be physical with you. And then on their defense, those two defensive ends, man, they got after C.J. Stroud. They went after him. You don't see it very often. Ohio State offensive line just get bullied. And then their defensive backs able to keep up with their wide receivers and be physical. Now, with an Ohio State offense, you're used to seeing big-time plays, like a huge pass, huge run. They had a couple of decent runs, but you didn't really see these huge plays down the field. Michigan's defense said if our front six can get pressure and move C.J. Stroud around, we're going to keep everything in front of us. And that's what they did. They wanted them to throw shorter passes and fly up to make the play, and hopefully they drop some passes. So game planning, when you're game planning for defense and you want everything in front of you, there's a part of you that's going to make the hope and prayer that they're going to drop some passes. Whether they, they're so open that they don't see it, the routes are so short, maybe the receivers don't know they're getting thrown the ball to. You, you If you can hurry the quarterback, even if it is like a C.J. Stroud playing a Heisman Trophy level, that they're able to disrupt him, move him, make him pass sooner than what he wants. That's kind of what you're hoping for when you're playing a defense 
whether it's a two high shell or one high or or four and you're playing a cover four, you're playing palms or whatever it is to keep everything in front of you. That's kind of the game plan. And Michigan came and did and said, our defensive backs can come up and make the play. Our linebackers are fast enough to scrape over and make the play. We're going to have our defensive ends squeeze C.J. Stride and our linebackers are good enough to come up and make the tackle. And that's what they did. It was great. Now, they had also come in and I said, Michigan's defense is going to have to be okay with them giving up yards. And, and they gave up yards. You're not going to hold Ohio State to that type, to the low numbers that you probably want unless you're Alabama. So Michigan's defense came in, like I said, they need to do those things on offense. I said they need to come out and punch them in the mouth, run the ball. I didn't know Shane Haskins was going to have five rushing touchdowns, but those were the keys to victory. And that's what Michigan had to come in and do. You know, I know I look like an idiot, but it's great when sometimes I know what I look like I'm talking about. So Michigan finally, finally, since 2011, and for Jim Harbaugh, who was 0-5, comes out of Ann Arbor with a victory, 42-27. 42-27. Because they were the more physical team. That's the thing with Ohio State. There's times where they're the bully, and they're going to be physical. Then there's times when another team is just as physical. It's one of two things. It brings the best out in Ohio State, or it just they just stop. Michigan converted a lot of big third downs, third and twos, third and ones, converted them. Second and shorts, converted them. Ohio State's defense allowed them to happen. Michigan's offensive line just pushed around Ohio State's defensive line. That's what it came down to was the trenches. It came down to running the football and being physical, running through tackles. See the whole, And then seeing holes where running backs are like, you know what? I'm just going to run through it because when you run zone and they, you know, Michigan runs a lot of GT or GH, like different counter stuff, um, not blocking people to get them to fly up the field on G on counters and get them to front up the field, which is interesting to see. And those are just different run schemes that they did and it worked well for them. And like I said, the defense was okay giving up yards. CJ Strout, you know, 34, 49, 394 yards, two touchdowns. Like he's going to get his, you know, uh, Jackson uh, Smith, their wide receiver, had 127 yards receiving. Garrett Wilson had 119 yards receiving. Chris Aleve had 88. So, like, Michigan said, okay, you're going to get yards. We're going to keep everything in front. We're going to keep you out of the end zone. And they just, you know, they they did I, they did exactly what I said they needed to do. Um, time of possession was pretty close, 31 minutes for Ohio State, 28 for Michigan. Michigan only had the one turnover. Yards. Michigan actually had more yards. We're in 87 to 458. But it was the third downs. Ohio State was 8 of 18. Michigan was 5 of 8. So with those five big, there was a couple, there was two, I believe, in the first quarter in the first drive. And then after that, they just had to convert the big ones. Five and eight, they were one, one fourth down. They averaged 9.5 yards per pass, 7.2 yards rushing. And that defensive line had to show up. Like everybody just had to show up. So it was great for Michigan. Uh, congratulations, Jim Harbaugh and Michigan. I'm so happy because I do not like Ohio State whatsoever. So congratulations to them. They finally did it. They did. They were physical. They punched them in the mouth. Ohio State couldn't handle the physicality. They couldn't match them with that, with being motivated. I don't think Ohio State overlooked Michigan by any means because they understand how big this game is. I just think they didn't. They underestimated how bad Michigan wanted it and how they were going to punch, how physical they were going to be. I think that's what they overlooked or did not anticipate that. 
uh, but I did not think they overlooked Michigan. They know to not overlook the game. Uh, but this does shake up the college, all over college football. We'll discuss everything later on about all the games that have happened and what's happening. But this in particular did shake up the college football playoff big time. But before we dive into that, coaches, do you have a young kicker or a developing kicker? Uh, that you want to reach the end zone every single time, but you're having a hard time getting him to the end zone every single time. Believe it or not, it may not necessarily be the mechanics. It may be the kicking tee. Yeah, the kicking tee. I have the perfect kicking tee for you to help him get to the end zone, and it's launch pad kickoff tee. You know, the old school orange tees, the flat ones you see like the NFL, that's not going to get it done. These These are designed and studied has flaps on the side, and when you order one, it's going to come with a manual to help you diagram to find the sweet spot of the football, to figure out how to kick it, onside kicks, swim kicks, everything. And it's going to tell you how to strategically place it and practice it, and I promise you, you order this tee, I promise you it's going to get the ball into the end zone more consistently, help with onside kicks, and help with squib kicks. Again, that is Launchpad Kickoff Tee. It is legal for NCAA and NFHS high school. It is legal. So if you go over to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS, check out all, all the tees. So again, launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS. And if you want to buy one at checkout, use the code CSS. You will save 10% off when you buy one. Now, if you buy the two-pack, you're going to save about 20%. Then they've got a four-pack. If you use the link, use the code for that four-pack, you're going to save money. They're going to give you that fourth one free. So you're buying the three, and you're going to save money. They'll give you that fourth one free. I promise you it's going to help your kicker. Again, launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS and use the code CSS at checkout to save 10% or more on your order today. Football coaches for your linemen. Are their helmets getting scuffed up during an inside run period all the time? If so, there's a way to protect those shells and reduce the repetitive blows you guys are taking each and every week. It is Guardian Caps. Guardian Caps reduces uh, all those blows 20 to 33%. It's really focused on helping the big guys out in the trenches. You need those guys to win, and they're taking a lot of blows. This is going to help them a lot. It is worn by five NFL teams and over 200-plus colleges, such as Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Washington, and Penn State, big-time Power 5 schools. Check this out at guardiansports.com slash guardiancaps. Use that website or the link in the description below. Use the code 15OFF. It's going to get you 15% off your order. Whether you're buying an individual one or a bulk item, use the code 15OFF at guardiansports.com slash guardiancaps. And it's going to get you 15% off your order. We thank Guardian Caps for sponsoring the podcast. So with Michigan beating Ohio State and other things that happen in college football, but this one in particular is going to shake up the top four. Now Alabama came away with a win against Auburn, and we'll talk about it later on in another episode. Now where are you going to rank? So all over college football, I want to give you my top four. Now Cincinnati came away with a win. They were number four. Alabama came away with a three-overtime win versus Auburn. Iowa State lost to Michigan, and Georgia beat the brakes off of Georgia Tech. The door is open for Notre Dame to make the playoff. They were number six behind Michigan at number five. 
Notre Dame won big over Stanford. Now, that's not a huge, it used to be a huge win, but Stanford's only won three games this year. They're not quite what they were, but they win big. Oklahoma State was number seven. They beat Oklahoma in a crazy game, which we'll talk about in another episode full, but they won. So now what's going to be your top four or top six or seven? The door is open for Notre Dame because right now what's probably going to happen is Michigan is going to flip-flop with Ohio State because that's a big-time win. So what's probably going to happen, Georgia's always going to be number one. Michigan's going to be number two. They're going to flip-flop. I think Alabama's going to stay at number three, and Cincinnati's going to be number four because I can't see them putting Cincinnati over Alabama no matter what, no matter what happened. And what's probably going to happen is number five, Notre Dame, and number six is Oklahoma State. That's probably what's going to happen. For me and my top four, I think it needs to be Georgia at number one. I am fine with putting Michigan at number two. They deserve it after that, after the way they beat Ohio State. And the way Alabama's been playing, I don't want Nick Saban coming after me. I'm just saying. Just, just watching from the beginning of the season coming down. Keep Alabama at number three, Cincinnati at number four. I think that fifth spot needs to be Oklahoma State because Oklahoma State beating Oklahoma, to me, is a better win than Notre Dame beating Stanford. It's just a way better thing. Stanford had a couple wins here, but it's Oklahoma. Oklahoma's number 10 in the college football playoff ranking. I think that's a way more impressive win to beat Oklahoma, who fights to win the Big 12 all the time makes the college football playoff. I think you need to just keep Notre Dame where they are. I know they're going to be number five. And I'm telling you right now, if Alabama loses to Georgia in the SEC championship game, they're going to kick Alabama out because they got two losses and they're going to put Notre Dame in. I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But the college football playoff is going to get crazy. Because if you think about it, if Alabama loses to Georgia, there are two lots. Michigan loses to Iowa in the Big Ten title game. Well, there's two losses. Are you going to put Cincinnati up at number two? That's crazy. Then who's going to take the three and four spot? They're probably going to look at Notre Dame and say they've got one loss, even though they're going to take the week off here for the conference titles. <coughs> they're probably going to put them in there. So who gets the next spot? Probably Notre Dame at number three, to be honest with you. So who gets the four spot? If Oklahoma State beats Baylor in the Big 12 championship and Michigan-Alabama both lose, here's your playoff. It might be Georgia, Cincinnati, Notre Dame or Oklahoma State there, and then Notre Dame, Oklahoma State at number four. That is insane. Some people think, probably, I mean, I do, maybe a two-loss Alabama should still be in the playoff, but that would just open up a whole other thing. And again, if this doesn't show that we need a top 25 playoff, a top 12 playoff, playoff thing, I don't know what will ever show this to the committee, but it's about to get insane. Insane. 
especially if you've got a bunch of two-loss teams because Oklahoma State loses, there's two losses. So who are you going to put in there? Baylor would have a couple losses. Ole Miss has got a couple losses. So if a lot of teams lose, you could see where it's going to be like a Georgia, Cincinnati, because if they win, they'd be undefeated. Georgia would be undefeated, so Georgia, Cincinnati. You could possibly still see Alabama in there with two losses if everybody else loses, and then they're going to put Notre Dame in because they've got one freaking loss. It could still happen. It could still be exactly what I said, except moved around. If Michigan loses and Notre and Alabama lose, they still might just keep them in the top four. It still could be Georgia, then it'd be Cincinnati, Alabama, Michigan. With two losses because of who they've beaten. Now, what's going to hurt Michigan is losing to Iowa. But then Iowa's case is going to be, well, wait a minute. We're the Big Ten champs. We just beat Michigan. They beat Ohio State. Should we get in there? Is Iowa going to jump up all the way up there? Things are about to get insane. Insane. But until all the cra- that craziness part happens, the craziness that we have right now is I think the top four is going to be Georgia. My top four is, should be Georgia. Michigan, Alabama, Cincinnati. Now, I think it's going to be that way no matter what. It's just going to be how are they placed. But I think it's those four. Then to me, I think you got to put Oklahoma State at number five, Notre Dame at number six. I could see them putting Notre Dame at six, Oklahoma State at seven, just moving them up one. But the Oklahoma State win to me over Oklahoma is way more impressive than Notre Dame over Stanford. And we've seen this movie before. We've seen this song and dance before. When Notre Dame makes the playoff, it, nothing goes well for them at all. Now, some TV announcer said that Notre Dame is sneaky good. You know, they look like they look like a college football playoff team. The run game looks good. Their passing game looks good. Nobody's talking about them. Fine, fine. If that's the case, put them in. Put them in. But they shouldn't be over Cincinnati because they lost Cincinnati, right? So I mean, Cincinnati's got to move up to number three or two. So put Notre Dame in. Put them in at number four. Let's put them in at number four and have them play Georgia. And let's see how that goes. Georgia would beat the brakes off of Notre Dame. They would beat the brakes off of them. So let's see what happens. But I think those are my top six. It's about to get crazy. We'll do another episode later on exactly on the rankings and then probably talk about different events, you know, what could happen, what could lead up to what, how crazy we could do all that. We'll do that in another episode. But that wraps up this episode. We'll discuss the Michigan versus Ohio State game. It's craziness. It was a good game. Congratulations, Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. You finally did it. Congratulations. Uh, again, check out all the affiliates in the description below. Uh, like and subscribe to the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. You know, follow it on the audio versions and everything else. Thank you guys so much for listening. Check out all the other episodes, all the other episodes. Check out the weekly episodes. Uh, And until next time, this has been another Coach Steve Show episode, and we are signing off.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone.